Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. We are going to be talking about program design, template versus personalized workouts today. This is going to be an absolute cracker of a show. Strap yourself in, get ready. Like Vasquez in Aliens, let's rock. If you're new to the tribe, we got Rich behind the mix. Rat, ah, Rat is not at the table with me today. <laughs> I've got Phil at the table with me today. Uh, Yanni Bormeister, and we are Unity Gym experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. Get daily coaching by us, plus our epic foundations prep program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint to create your ideal program and optimize your performance. Today, we are going to take a deep dive into why those two are so important. And guys, remember, all this week until the weekend, you have a very, very unique opportunity to jump on and get a 50% lifetime discount. Use the link in the description. Before we get started... Big warm welcome to everyone joining us on the live stream to the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. Remember, leave a comment, let us know where you're tuning in from, and we'll send you back some love. Anyone can join that group and interact. Just search UMS Movement Mastermind on Facebook. Lastly, shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay. Hit the like button and support the channel. Subscribe if you like what you see. As I said earlier, I got none other than Phil White from ADPT Physio joining us today. We also have Richie behind the mix. He may have a mic. I'm not sure if he does. How are you today, Phil? Good, mate. Uh, for those watching on the video, I just get to see the other side of my face today because I'm in Rhodes' chair. So Big it's deal. A, it's an exciting, exciting, an exciting reason to come across to the UMS Movement Mastermind group and watch this live. Yeah, that's right. And if you are, <laughs> remember, guys, uh, smash up that like button uh, and let us know who you are, where you are from, and uh, ask us some programming questions. We love to have a discussion on these podcasts. Uh, we, we will get to you. I know we go off on a bit of a rant. With Stephen Pellegrino, thank you, brother. Yeah. Nice to know that we're talking to someone out there in our podcast universe. Yeah, exactly. No, we're we're excited about this this topic. We were chatting before the um, show, and you know, it's very easy to get carried away because it's a topic we like. But now we can uh, get stuck in, hey? That's right. So what we're really going to talk about today is the difference between template programs, like our foundations program, our technique optimizer that we're in the middle of production for, and our strength maximizer, which I already have as a template program that I use a couple of times a year. And we've had Alex Seabrook from our UMS online coaching group run through it last year and loved the program. It's uh, essentially a hybrid version or a ripoff from the late Charles Pollock's super accumulation program. God, I got my tongue tied there. Uh, uh, and, and a lot of our friends use it per periodically. It's essentially just prescribed overreaching um, versus what we call our progressions program. And our progressions program is actually sort of not like a set program. It is a, uh, a, a combination of our, um, our structural balance blueprint, which is our assessments, and also our exercise glossary, um, which we teach in a progressive manner. And it's really designed as a build your own journey. Yeah, it's a framework to, you know, take get anything you need out of your training by, by following some fundamental rules, but you know, adapting it to what you need. That's so. exactly right. And so, you know, you might be wondering, and this is where we're going to lead the conversation, why do we not just assess everybody when they first start out? Why have our foundations program and our technique optimizer, for instance? So the foundations program is where we like to encourage everybody to start their journey with us. It's a general preparations program, meaning it's training in preparation for training. 
And our technique optimizer program is the bridge between the foundations and the progressions. And that's where we, we introduce all of the uh, fundamental movements and put it into a nice program, which sort of helps to grease the groove. And as it's uh, named, aptly named, optimize your technique in those fundamental movements. So I'm going to throw this over to Phil because he explains this really, really well. Why we choose after, you know, 17 years of coaching people, and we've done it very differently in the past, why we choose now not to run people through assessment week uh, when they first start with us, because it's really important that you guys understand this. Yeah, it's the idea of noise versus signal. So basically, when you're, when you're whenever you're collecting data on something, like you've got to know what you're going to do with that with that data with that information and when there's when you're t looking at technique from someone it's going to really vary the results you get so how much weight you can lift or how effectively you can do the movement how much range you can get if you're still learning the movement it's like um you know I, i've since sort of stopping playing ultimate frisbee where that was my main sport where i really sort of you know just hammered throwing technique and got to a point where i was really quite proficient when i've um you know, got into ocean swimming and I was learning to swim. I felt like some swims I'd like when I was starting out, I'd, I'd feel amazing. And then the next time I'd just feel terrible. And my pace would be like way off because when you're going through a, um, you know, a learning, a learning a new technique, you're going to have loads and loads of variability in how you're performing that movement. And that variation in how you're performing the movement is also then going to have a direct impact on how much force you can produce while doing the movement, the pace you can do, or in this case, um, with lifting weights, how much weight you can lift. So, um, the reason why you know you wouldn't just get an we don't do it anymore like an assessment straight away when you first come in is because if someone's just learning to do um you know a low bar squat for the first time and or it, i guess in the um assessment protocol we do the um high bar squat and a bench press like if you haven't learned how to do a barbell bench press in a comp style sort of powerlifting style bench press where you're getting all the you know the right stability through your whole body if you're just kind of jumping under a bar and just pushing the weight away without any of that technique in there then once you've gone through then a a and like a, a bit of testing and then once you've done a bit of practice like you're not going to have a good insight into how much you've actually improved because your technique was all over the place so the the information you're getting is just what we call noise where it's not useful information and on the other hand if you um, have great technique and you've gone through that development program of um you know the technique optimizer and the um, general prep program then when we're then testing you get a good signal of what is um you know what to work on where you're at and we can use that information that data to direct what's next yeah so to to like to be completely to like completely simplify what um what what we're trying to say here when you are new to a movement and this is the really key point that i want everyone to understand you get a lot of data when you assess that movement, because you don't, you don't. It's not just about um, lifting uh, weight in the movement. It's about like creating neural pathways and and muscle um, uh, mapping and and sequencing and coordination, intermuscular coordination and intermuscular coordination and uh, and most of that's sort of uh, just the brain and nervous system figuring things out. You know. Yeah, and it's also the the like the context in which you feel confident to push a movement as well like when you're just starting something like i've been um, watching my partner trained down at a new crossfit gym um down in jervis bay where she's living full-time now and i'm alternating between it's three hours south and um you know she's having to go at all these complex movements like cleans and snatches and and you know there's just doesn't have any confidence there so obviously it isn't going to progress 
faster and that's not a true expression of her strength in those movements. She just doesn't know how to do the movements yet. So. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so the the goal at that point in, and, and where you're going to get your biggest improvement, where you're going to get your biggest bang for your buck, um, investment in time and things like that is, is doubling down on those movements. So then if we scale it back a, um, a, li- a lot more, we know what movements produce or yield the best benefits in strength and flexibility and fitness as well. You know, we know what exercises and, and modalities of exercise are going to improve fitness uh, um, uh, the best. So what we want to do at that point is uh, if we've identified those movements and we call them the fundamental movements in the unified movement system, uh, but most good strength coaches use exactly the same movements. We don't really do anything different at this stage uh, because all we're trying to do at this point in someone's journey, uh, before we dabble in calisthenics, before we dabble in gymnastic strength skills, before we do anything like that, we just want to make someone strong, flexible, and fit. That's the foundation. That's the bench that, that that's the, the, the benchmark we set so that that can be deployed into a hobby, a sport, CrossFit, football, soccer, baseball, cricket, basketball, whatever it is that you want to do, rock climbing, we have some people, yoga, really advanced yogis we have that come here and and want to get uh, stronger. So before we start mucking around with any of those sports, all of that, we want to set that benchmark, that foundation of strength and flexibility and fitness, of course. And we know what fundamental movements yield the best results. So in the very, very beginning, all we want to do is improve one's skill and ability to do those fundamental movements. Now we know how to break those down. We know what's required to do a good barbell back squat. We know what's required to do a good barbell deadlift. We know what's required to do a good barbell bench press. We know what's good to do a good chin up. We know, you know, we we know all these things. And so we can produce a templated program that's gonna take a standard person even an athlete, and it's going to improve the markers that we need to give them the best chance possible to do a great squat or to do a great uh, bench press. And all those benchmark movements are, are fundamental movements that we've just sort of spoken about in a safe way uh, and produce the best sort of force, produce the best um, maximal strength, produce the best range of movement, all of those things. And so that's why we create template programs when we've got a specific goal and we know what type of person we're catering for, then we can create what's referred to as a template program. Yeah. And, and the beauty of it is that, you know, it does work for someone who's, um, you know, just started training and is totally new to the movements. But also, like, if you have been training in the gym for a long time and you've tried different, um, you know, strength modalities along the way and you've maybe worked in a, um, or you've, you've, you've trained in a gym for a while, like, there's still so much benefit to just, like, targeting these fundamental movements and, and really nailing them. Like, and, and some people kind of see a template program and like, oh, you know, I'm a unique snowflake and I need something that's like exactly 100% for me. But, you know, with, with humans, like we aren't, you know, they don't roll a dice when you're born about like which direction your joints face and how many arms and legs you get. Like we all have this, <laughs> like, you know, obviously there are some people with disabilities that make things a bit different, but, um, you know, there's a... F- like humans are pretty similar for the most part in terms of um, this side of things. So there are some fundamental movements that, you know, everyone can get so much benefit from um, really getting that technique right, getting that the loading parameters right and spending just a bit of time um, getting the kind of um, early gains you get as a, someone with a young training age. So it doesn't mean you have to be, um, you know, young biological age, but rather, you know, you're just getting into this style of training um, and you'll get so much benefit from just, doing some fundamental things the other good thing about template programs and there are a time and a place for them and and Stephen Pellegrino said a great comment here with some real good insight which we're going to use to frame when there is a definite time I wouldn't suggest using a templated program Uh, but 
the time and the place for template programs are, um, are very, very clear when you've got a specific goal, when you're working with a certain uh, type of being, in this case, a human being, uh, who isn't um, uh, training for a very specific role or sport. And even then, a general prep program can still be templated. And the good thing and the benefit with a, uh, a templated general prep program or a technique optimizer program is that when it's a systemized construct like a template, you collect an immense amount of data that fa is far superior to randomized programs or uh, even personalized programs at this stage because you've got a truckload of people moving through a similar program format and so the data is very reliable that you collect from that so you can make changes to the program or you can influence the individuals going through it with with a lot more um, collective data than than normal you know and that's where the magic really starts to come into play uh, using this style of programming yeah we, we've been joking recently about like the um, we've had a a certain um, kombucha drink come through as a uh, test for our um, our gym to to use, and it's got on the um, on the label it says science backed, and we're sort of having a bit of a laugh about you know how science can be kind of thrown around as um, a marketing tool, and you know it's like so important to use science um, and evidence based kind of practice in not only like physio but also in um, strength and conditioning, but. I think one of the traps that people often fall into is trying to find the latest and greatest and the newest um, research and just throw it at, um, you know, at a program and, and trying all these new exciting ideas. But um, what's often lost there is the actual scientific method approach to training and seeing results. Where um, within a sci with scientific method, it's all about change, like keeping a lot of variables the same and then changing, um, you know targeted things to see the results so um, with a template program where you you know you're following these fundamental movements and building up that skill it means that when it comes to actually getting assessments um, late like do, when we get to the point where we are doing assessments that's where we can use the scientific method of then um, changing variables and seeing the results in terms of the um, and then building your personalized programs from the results so I love that and and uh, I'm glad you brought it up um, because uh <laughs> yeah, the, 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 it's like uh, it's all uh, science backed uh, is or results based almost got but like became just these popular terms that we use in marketing or almost as much as like paleo did in nutrition or vegan did in nutrition or whatever you know it's uh it's it's just a very very trendy thing to say so you know if we if we sort of i feel like we've sort of framed um uh, quite well when a template program is really useful when you've got a specific goal in our case the specific goal is to make people competent in a series of fundamental movements the fundamental movements that are used to develop maximal strength speed power development flexibility these things they don't change like they're, they're they've been around for a long time and we know that they work and they work for just about every type of sporting activity on the planet you know uh I, i'm not a hundred percent sure you need them for cur like cur curling uh, or yeah, it's a bit like you know, you squatting know, patterns to I get guess, down. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> anyway, but yeah. but most movements that you need explosive force or strength in, uh, and so we know the fundamental movements we've chosen the the uh, fundamental movements that we use in the UMS, and so we know that we want to get people competent in those movements. Then we want to get them uh, to be really, really good, just not not just safe, uh, not just able to do them without hurting themselves, but really competent in the form and technique. 
uh, so that by the time we start testing to collect data to personalize the program, it's going to be very true data. There's not going to be noise. Yeah. It's, it's going to be something that we can actually use and deploy, and we're not going to be overwhelmed by it. We're not going to get analysis paralysis. Yeah, we're getting signal. We're getting noise. signal. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Then from that point on, there are we, we use a templated program only to break through strength plateaus, and it's a prescribed overreaching program. And quite frankly, the actual exercises used in the program can be interchanged to a degree. Um, can I just briefly make a point on the technique um, versus sort of the program side of things as well? Because uh, we talked about this a bit um, a while ago, but um, basically, like if you have a perfect program but terrible technique you like you'll run into a ceiling very quickly and you'll likely hurt yourself but if you have like really great technique and a suboptimal program like you'll almost certainly make good gains because you'll be still loading safely and um you know uh doing the movement you'll be able to express the most strength through there so you'll uh, it's just a, a really important thing to understand that like getting that technique right is going to be what I, I think what you've just said there is actually more important than you gave it um, uh, credit I don't for. Often, I don't often interrupt you, Yanni, but I thought I needed to. <laughs> the, the, that is such an important point. And it's funny, you know, when, when, you, when I think about friends of mine who really get tangible results with strength development and things like that, like Sebastian, like us, you, it's alarming how simple the pro the, the selection of exercises that we use to produce those results are what becomes the science is the way we manage load and the way we make sure that people aren't overloading their body and uh, and therefore you know making calculated uh, changes week to uh, workout to workout week to week cycle to cycle year to year even to continually we, progress yeah and when we talk about load we talk about the macro loading side of things which is the programming but the micro loading side of things is is, is just as important and, and potentially um, more important for a lot of people where the micro loading is basically like how are you moving your body to and and which structures are you putting under um, under force and under load so um, yeah, that technique side of things cannot be understated. Yeah, that's right. And so then the only other templated program that we've got is what we call our Strength Maximizer, which is a prescribed overreaching program, essentially doubles the volume that you do in a two-week period. It's a very short-term uh, prescription. You literally do it for two weeks. Uh, in that two weeks, you do, uh, you do nine workouts a week, so you're doing 18 workouts in two weeks. And uh, it is... Yeah, it's intense, you know, and that's what it's designed to do by design. It's designed to overload the body and, you know, create massive amounts of stimulus that your body then reacts and responds to and adapts to. And then you part the most important part of that prescription is a five-day rest or recovery that you have after the program. Uh, and it's funny, I've done it with a number of people who just totally said, no, I'm not stopping, I'm not resting, you know, and they completely negate from the, the benefit of the program, they just keep training and their body doesn't actually have any super accumulation effect, you know. Uh, and, and Stephen has said here in the comments, I was considering the strength program, but, uh, the strength maximizer program, but seemed like I still had some serious imbalances. Uh, and, and this is the thing. The, uh, doing a, a prescribed overreaching program, if you've got any issues in the body that you haven't sort of managed well uh, or you haven't sort of um, uh, been able to, uh, I guess, overcome, they will surface like big time when you're overtraining, you know, because any, any sort of uh, weakness in the body uh, is, is going to be put under an immense amount of stress. Yeah, because you've got to remember when you are getting stronger, what you're doing is you're working within a, like, there's a kind of, there's sort of a, a buffer around like the 
top level, like the amount of um, intensity and, you know, amount of volume, the amount of load you can put through your body. And so, um, you know, if you're in a fairly like healthy, uninjured sort of state, then that buffer is generally going to be bigger. And by pushing yourself, changing it like rapidly, like, sorry, drastically increasing your volume for a short amount of time will, you know, should stay within that buffer. But when you're sort of in a state where you're maybe a little bit, um, you've got some niggly injuries or, um, you know, you've, you've already sort of overloading a certain structure because of maybe the microloading side of things, maybe you're not quite getting the technique right in certain um, aspects. Like if your buffer is then shrunk, if you add in a um, a you know targeted overreach program, so this um, this particular strength template program, um, that's likely to just push you a little bit above that buffer and and can really yeah expose some issues. So um, well, the, the the reality is that when you're tra- when you're overreaching, you're not healing, and uh, like you're 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 actually st- um, stalling or delaying or interfering with the healing process because the program has you train the same effectively the same muscles every day and on on three days of the week twice and you are it's a whole body workout uh there's no training split per se you only actually do uh three workouts you do two workouts on one day and then you do one workout the next day but every day you're doing versions of a squat versions of a press versions of a pull versions of a chin up uh and it and and it really really overloads the body and overstresses the body and and you're interfering with this healing process so if you've already got something that's trying to figure itself out in your body then it just gets absolutely absolutely obliterated when you do this program and most people that I find try it prematurely uh, end up quitting it after a few days because they're just in pain. Something's come to something surface that they had that they hadn't quite dealt with, and it's just become real bad again. You know, yeah. and and it's one surefire way to turn like the beginning of a tendinopathy into a severe tendinopathy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. and I think where a lot of people can kind of get this wrong is a like mass, like you almost like a doubling your volume, but you don't necessarily then. Um, you know, look at the amount of intensity you're doing. And so often people kind of go in a bit high and then try and build from there. But really you've like, you know, it is about targeted overreaching, but the variable we're really trying to mess with here is the volume, not necessarily the (laughs) intensity. So you do need to strip the intensity back a little bit to then... um, get through without having that abusive load which is what we talk about really sets off tendinopathies so that's right and so the last thing i want to finish here on today is the 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 reason and the importance behind steering away from template programs and when templated programs can become a real problem which is if you continually do them you know any templated program irrespective of uh what the purpose of doing it is first and foremost what i'll say is if you're gonna if you're gonna use a templated program like our foundations program like our uh uh, uh, technique optimizer like our strength maximizer you better bloody know why you're using it there has to be a very clear reason you know and this is my problem the problem i have with templated programs that are available online is that you know and we have a lot more than that that we sell as a standalone like we have our um, our gymnastics rings masterclass. We have all our masterclasses, our handstand masterclass. They're all templated programs, you know, but they've got a very specific goal. Learn to do a handstand. Learn to do a muscle up. Learn to develop stability in the shoulders using gymnastics rings. Learn to, you know, um, uh, we've got a number of other ones that I'm even forgetting. Uh, they're very specific. They're strength specification programs and they have a very specific goal. But, you know, if you go out and get, a bodybuilding program that's a templated program of some bodybuilder who's used the program themselves and and then you know deploy that and then deploy another templated program then deploy another and you get into this cycle of just using someone else's program templates 
you're never at any point assessing what your body actually needs. And you can run off in a direction that's completely wrong for what your body needs based on the environment you've exposed it to, based on your previous injury history, based on your genetics and what you're more prone to, uh, um, I guess, stimulating in the body. Some people are very quad dominant in their squat and they need to really bring up their glute strength. We're working with a friend of ours at Unity at the moment who's that who falls under that category. And if you just plow off on a, a leg bodybuilding program and you're doing heaps of leg press and heaps of leg extensions and all these um, you know uh, very quad dominant movements and you've already got a really quad dominant movement pattern you can really stuff yourself up you can create really really bad imbalances in the body that can affect posture it can affect performance it can increase the risk of injury you know it can it can create more joint instability and glide there's all these things that you can do at your detriment if you're just taking templated programs off the shelf yeah. and deploying and, and them and while i you know while i did talk about before that you know you don't roll the dice on which direction your joints face and how many limbs you get um people do have massive variability in um you know how they respond to training and i think it's really important to understand that you know there's some people who are going to be like over responders to a training stimulus they're going to be people who are under responders to a training stimulus so what that means is like some people will do a certain amount of work and they'll get like you know they'll progress really quickly whereas other people will do that same amount of work same amount of you know they get all the recovery right they're getting the nutrition right but they just won't um adapt as well as some other people like you just do have that variability and so that's where this idea of signal is so important where um you've moved from this template program which had a very specific um goal and now with the personalized workouts which um, is what the um, UMS is all about, the online coaching, is is you learn to get that feedback, you learn to read that signal and, and, and it directs you into what you want to do next. And the other really important thing is, you know, we all have different interests and we all have different um, goals, both short-term and long-term. And, you know, I'm, as a someone who wants to do a lot of um, beach volleyball and surfing, um, while also training the gym, I'm going to have a very different, um, you know, program to someone like, you know, um, Yanni or Rad for an example, well, especially uh, Rad, who you know is so focused on calisthenics goals. So if I just have the same template, um, follow the same template UMS, um, like uh, or any template program, then I'm not going to get that specificity element of my particular training goals. So that's where understanding how to do this really well, and you know all the self-educating you're doing by listening to us speak, um, will hopefully help you really understand how to um, build your own program and, and achieve your goals. That's exactly right. And the other reason why a, a assessment criteria like the Structural Balance Blueprint and build your own program, personalizing your workouts, the other place that it's really, really important is if you do play a sport. Because if you play a sport, there's usually going to be um, uh, a lot of specificity and a lot of specialization skill development in that sport where in and of itself it can create an imbalance. Like think of a tennis player, you know, that's constantly serving with one side yeah, of the body. My right shoulder from beach volleyball is yeah really yeah. like i'm struggling you know, to <laughs> you, you can you can really create an imbalance just through your sport and so that's when it's really important that when you're training you're assessing what your body needs to stay in balance because if you get too far out of balance every athlete is a little bit out of balance but if you get too far out of balance you can cause yourself problems and it can affect your performance and it can lead to long-term issues down the track um you know a lot of injury a lot of pain i've worked with ex-tennis players and they're the, they're the people that come to mind because i've worked with two ex-professional tennis players who had really intense issues after they retired from playing tennis because one like one of them even created this severe dominant side scoliosis that started to affect the way their their like posture and spine sat you know they had this crazy twist and it was developed through their um you know 20 years of playing competitive tennis you know and uh 
so yeah, that's another really great reason why it would be a good idea to adopt a program where you are regularly assessing, you got a benchmark, you assess, you go off, sprint in one direction on a program, then you come back, reassess. Okay, oops, I need to go back this way a little bit. Sprint in that direction, come back, reassess, and you just keep, and that, you know, you, you can't always be perfectly in balance, and no one ever will, but you'll at least be heading in the right direction. And, uh, and that's what we really, really urge everybody to do. You know, templated programs, if you, if you know exactly why you're using it, they have a place, but they're certainly not something that you should just adopt mainstream and just do all the time. Anyway, guys, we're going to bring that in for a landing. We're going to jump over and do our, our daily group coaching call. Uh, and then tomorrow, we're going to be going deeper into this and we're going to be talking about uh, program design and then bringing it in for a landing on Friday. So I hope you can join us. I hope you got something out of that and we will see you tomorrow. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.